Peace be unto you, brothers and sisters. I'm your host, the Apostle Reuben. I was speaking to my sister in Christ yesterday, and we came across um, in our conversation something that Sunday ministers tell their, um, I, I should say sheep, or their congregations all across the first day of the week. And as we both pondered about it and thought about it, I decided to do a podcast episode, a short one, just a little, I would say, snippet of a podcast episode about Christ fulfilling the law. This seems to be a widespread teaching across Sunday churches. Christ came and he fulfilled the law, so we don't have to. So what I'm going to do, brothers and sisters, while I have the little time that I have, I'm going to go into Matthew 5, 17. Matthew 5, verse 17. Here's Christ speaking. Christ said, think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy but to fulfill. Verse 18, I have to read this. It's a necessity. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass. Now, brothers and sisters, till heaven and earth pass, the comprehension of reading, when you read the Bible, the comprehension is amazing to me how some people, their comprehension of this verse is limited to where a few key words in a verse can be overlooked. Till heaven and earth pass, heaven and earth still exists. One jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. When Christ died on the cross, heaven and earth did not pass. So the law is still in effect. Now I'm going to show you what where Christ got this from. I'm just going to go real quick because again, they say that the Old Testament, they don't want to believe in the Old Testament, but the Holy Ghost is in the Old Testament. All the prophets had the Holy Ghost. Second Peter one twenty one. So what do you mean? You, you don't you mean that you don't believe in their account when they had the Holy Ghost? You don't believe their accounts? They had the Holy Spirit. Remember, I told you, brothers and sisters, Matthew twelve thirty one, blaspheming of the Holy Ghost. See, this is what these preachers do. I want to give you the book. I want to go to the book of Isaiah fifty one verse six. I'm going to show you what Christ was talking about. Isaiah 51 verse 6 says, lift up your eyes to the heavens and look upon the earth, heaven and earth, beneath. For the heavens shall vanish away like smoke and like, and the earth shall wax old like a garment. And they that dwell therein shall die in like manner. But my salvation shall be forever and my righteousness shall not be abolished. Christ is saying the same thing Isaiah was saying. 
The law cannot be abolished. The law cannot be done away. But what was written in the law of me, like in Isaiah 53, it has to be fulfilled. Let's go to the book of Acts 3.18. Acts 3.18. Acts 3.18. Acts 3.18. Acts 3.18 says, but those things which God before had showed by the mouth of all his prophets that Christ should suffer, he hath so fulfilled. That's not all things. Christ fulfilled his suffering. Not all things. Christ said all things. All be fulfilled is all things written of me. You have prophets that wrote about the second coming of Christ. Habakkuk 3, verse 11 through 16. Even in the book of Isaiah 13, at one point, we went over what, what's going to happen when Christ returns. Behold, the day of the Lord cometh cruel and both with wrath and fierce anger to lay the land desolate. That that land is again desolate and shall destroy the sinners thereof. For the stars of heaven and their constellations thereof shall not give their light. The sun shall be darkened in its going forth and the moon shall not cause her light to shine. And I will punish the world for their evil and the wicked for their iniquity. And I will cause the arrogancy of the proud to cease and will lay low the haughtiness of the terrible. I will make more, I will make a man more precious than fine gold, even a man than the golden wedge of Ophir. See, God hasn't, this hasn't happened. When he says, I will make man more precious than fine gold, that means I'm going to kill a lot of men. They're going to be, the man, man is going to be rare on the earth. So the question is, brothers and sisters, of all that, I don't, I'm not going to go into a podcast which um, is longer than I needed to be. With all that being said, my question is, because Christ fulfilled the law and suffering, does that mean we don't have to fulfill the law? And does the scriptures say we don't have to fulfill the law? Well, let's see. Let's get the book of Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. Because it's, it's, it's kind of something, brothers and sisters, how it the Bible is just looked over, skipped over, never read. Romans chapter 8, verse 3. For what the law could not do, and that was weak and through, I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, let me read that again. For what the law could not do, and that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his son, his own son, and the likeness of sinful flesh. The flesh he's talking about, let's read it. The book of Hosea. So you got to prove all things, brothers and sisters, hold fast to that which is good. 
Hosea chapter 8. What is this flesh? Hosea 8, verse 13. They sacrifice flesh for the sacrifices of mine offerings and eat it, but the Lord accepted them not. Now will he remember their iniquity and visit their sins, for they shall return to Egypt. Egypt is bondage, the house of bondage. This is what the curses of Deuteronomy 28 are talking about. Deuteronomy 28, verse 68, and they, and, and they shall go into Egypt again with ships. The only time in history people went on ships is the transatlantic slave trade. There's no other history in, in, in that we could find where massive people went on ships away from the land of Africa. Because remember, brothers and sisters, I'm going to tell you just like this. Africans did not sell Africans to the Grecians. Africans sold the children of Israel to the Grecians. And the Grecians are Caucasians. So it says the children, in Joel chapter 3, verse 6, it says the children also of Judah and the children of Israel of Jerusalem ye have sold to the Grecians that ye might remove them far from their borders, like to the Americas, to Haitia, to different various lands all over the United States and other, uh, uh, all over the United States, all over various lands, as I would say. But I want to get back to Romans chapter 8. I, that, that is not the topic. I want to get back to Romans chapter 8, verse 3. I'm going to read verse 3 again. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, the flesh was sacrificed, Hosea 8, 13. God sending forth his son in the likeness of sinful flesh, the same flesh we are. And for sin condemned sin in the flesh. At his death he condemned sin in his flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Romans 8 verse 4 says the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled. To fulfill something is to do it. That contradicts what the pastors are teaching. We're to fulfill the righteousness in the law as well as Christ did. Let's look at Romans chapter 2. Let's go backwards. Romans chapter 2. And I want to start in verse 27. This is Paul speaking. Because at this time, the circumcised Jews that are keeping the worship of the temple are looking at the other Jews who are proselytes who have not yet been circumcised. They are referred to with as heathens, as uh, read in the um, book of John, chapter 7. It said, John, chapter 7, verse 35, real quick says, Then the Jews among themselves, whether will they go that we shall not find them? Will he go to the dispersed among the, among the Gentiles and teach the Gentiles? Who are the dispersed? Let's get the book of Acts. Acts chapter 11. 
Acts chapter 11, verse 19. It says, now they which were scattered abroad, scattered, dispersed, upon the persecution that arose about Stephan, traveled as far as Phoenice and Cyprus and Antioch, preaching the word to none but the Jews only. So the Jews were scattered abroad or dispersed abroad, but they have not yet come back unto the law, which would be under Moses, which was the Pharisee wanted to convert them back to the law, up under the law of Moses. And that's what Paul and them was sent out. That's what Acts 15 and 1 is about. The dispensation that they had in Acts 15 was that you don't have to go through the works of the law to be justified. Now you just have faith and belief, but faith and belief is still in the law. That's why Paul said in Romans 3.27, where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law of works? Nay, but the law of faith. See, the original believers and prophets in God kept the law through faith. You'll find the same thing in Matthew 23, verse 23. But I want to go ahead and read Romans 2, 27. And shall not the uncircumcision, which is by nature, if it fulfill the law, fulfill the law, Judge thee by who judge thee who by the letter and circumcision mentioned back in Leviticus. Circumcision happened back in Leviticus 12 and 1. You had to be circumcised on the eighth day, a baby boy. Thus transgress the law. So Paul is saying, Hey, those that have not been circumcised, if they fulfill the law, can they not judge you that are circumcised in the temple? They keep leaving out the temple and the sacrifice. That was also law. But that's the second time that Paul says if they fulfill the law. Let's take a look at the third time. James 2 and 8. James 2 and 8. James chapter 2 verse 8. James chapter 2, verse 8 says, If ye fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, the royal law according to the scripture is the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, ye do well. James said, If you fulfill the royal law, you do well. The third time the Bible says that we fulfill the law. Let's look at the book of Colossians chapter 1, verse 25. Colossians chapter 1, verse 25. Let's look at another one of Paul's letters. Colossians chapter 1, verse 25 says this. Whereof I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. The word of God is the law of God. 
How do I know that? By reading the book. When you look at the book of Psalms 119, verse 172, brothers and sisters, it says this. And listen carefully. My tongue shall speak of thy word. For all thy commandments, which are the word, are righteousness. That's what righteousness is. When you go to Proverbs 13, verse 13. Proverbs 13, verse 13 says, Whoso despises the word shall be destroyed, but he that feareth the commandment shall be rewarded. So the law and the word are synonymous. But Paul, again, the fourth time it says that Paul is a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you to fulfill the law or the word of God. Again, the Bible says, fulfill the law. Why does the Bible tell us to fulfill the law if Christ already done it? Why is it continuing to tell us? Second Thessalonians, Second Thessalonians, chapter one, verse eleven. Second Thessalonians, chapter one, verse eleven says, "Wherefore also we pray always for you, that our God would count you worthy of this calling, and fulfill all the good pleasure of His goodness." And the work of faith with power. So Paul says that work is work is faith too. Faith is in works too, just like James said it. Paul said it. Work of faith. But I want to take a look at to fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness. What is the goodness of the Lord? What is the goodness that you must fulfill? Psalms 33. Let the Bible tell you what it is. Psalms 33 and 5. He loveth righteousness, Psalms 33, verse 5, and judgment. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. So the goodness of the Lord is righteousness and judgment, the law. The fifth time, brothers and sisters, the Bible records that we must fulfill the law. Brothers and sisters, it's very, very, very hard to believe that um, many of our family members will not accept what's written. And I said before, and I'll say it again, Paul mentioned something that was very, 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 very true, I would say. This is the truest thing that he had ever spoken, and it is found in the book of Philippians chapter 1, verse 18. He says, what then, notwithstanding every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached, and I therein do rejoice, yea, I will rejoice. When he says, whether in pretense or in truth, some people preach Christ and pretense, which is pretend. These ministers are up in the church pretending to teach Christ. And most of them are up under the strong delusion. 
mentioned in the book of 2 Thessalonians 1. No, uh, excuse me, 2 Thessalonians 2, verse 11 and 12. And we know the Old Testament scripture for that is Isaiah 66, verse 4. You cannot let them tell you what they cannot find to be true. And with that, brothers and sisters, let us fulfill the law as the Bible says. Peace be unto you.